Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody, and good Isru Chag. I hope everybody had a wonderful Yom Tov. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Naso. Parshas Naso, according to the Chinuch, has 18 mitzvot, 7 positive, and 11 restrictions. Interestingly, Parshas Naso has the distinction of being the longest parsha in the Torah. It has 176 verses. Interestingly, the longest psalm or chapter in Tanakh is that of Tilim 119, which has 176 psukim. And finally, the longest mesechta that we are in now and working towards the end thereof is that of Bava Basra, which has 176 blat. I'd like to focus on the mitzvah of Birkas Kohanim. Throughout the Jewish world, while in Israel, they have Birkas Kohanim every day, and many Sephardic congregations throughout the world have Birkas Kohanim every day. Ashkenazic Jewry has uh, Birkas Kohanim, the blessings of the Kohanim, on the Yomim Tovim, and so we were just privileged for the last two days to participate in this biblical mitzvah of Birkas Kohanim. And I'd like to share and discuss the... Let's take a look, first of all, what is Birkas Kohanim? It is a threefold bracha. It is the bracha Hamashuleshes and 357. First blessing contains three words, second one five, and the third seven. The opening bracha of Yivarecha Hashem V'Yishmarecha, may God bless you and keep you, is understood to be a bracha of Gashmias, materialism, the physical. And as the rabbis tell us, this is understood with Yivarecha Bibanim, with children, with Osher, with elf, wealth, Beguf, with healthy body and sustained good health, and bezikna, old age. And interestingly, that yishmerecha means that not only should he grant you these physical blessings, but he as well should protect them because he is the ultimate protector. That is the first bracha. The second bracha of your heir, Five words, Hashem Lecha may God illuminate his countenance for you and favor you. So this is understood to be a bracha of Ruchnios, a bracha of spirituality, as our rabbis understand it, that you should be privileged to have Banim B'nai Torah, children who are Tamidei Chachamim, that he should illuminate your eyes by giving you insights into Torah. So the second bracha is that of a spiritual one. And finally, the third one is Yisa Hashem Ponavelecha, may Hashem lift off his face towards you and he should give you peace. And this is understood by our rabbis, as we shall see, to mean that he should literally not only maintain, sustain the blessings, but in a situation where 
perhaps in accordance with the letter of the law, you would not be entitled to bracha, even under those conditions, he should give you bracha, beyond the letter of the law, as we shall see. The first question, and I think the most obvious question that goes with this mitzvah, is asked by the Chinuch in Mitzvah 378, and that is, why? Why does the bracha come with and through the Kohanim? After all, we know that God wants to give bracha to the Jewish people. So this is a very basic, fundamental question, and his answer is a very beautiful, powerful one. In simple English, there's no question. He wants to bless the Jewish people directly. However, just in case we are not worthy, what he, Hashem, does is selects our representatives who are, to use the words of the Chinuch, he takes the Kohanim who are Kol, they are Kol Machshavtom Deveka Ba'avodaso. Literally, their entire thoughts are focused on his service. Nafsham Kshura Biyiraso Kolayom. Their soul is tied and is involved with the fear of him and in his service all day. Ubischutam and in their merit, in the merit of the Kohanim, who are deservant of bracha, tochol ha-bracha alehem. The bracha will then come to the Jewish people. In other words, if you'd like to call it a kind of built-in insurance policy, that if we are not worthy, they are worthy, and therefore Hashem wants to bless us, and therefore just to make sure that we're going to get it, he has it through the Kohanim, and therefore from the fact that he blesses the Kohanim, it then comes down to us. They are the Tsinor, they are the channel through which the brachos from on high come down to us. Now take a look, the very fact that the Kohanim cannot initiate the language. Amor lohem. It has to be specifically in this exact text. And they're not to add. And if a Kohen would add to these 3, 5, 7, the formula that we mentioned earlier, and the Torah exactly prescribes, he would be in violation of the biblical prohibition of lo so sif. You're not permitted to add to the mitzvot of the Torah. Just as you can't add another species to the Esrog and Lula, Vadasim and Aravos. You can't put a rose in there. And by putting a rose in there, you think you're making it prettier, you're making it better. You're in actuality disqualifying it. Here too, if a Kohen were to add another bracha, he would be disqualifying it. And more than that, Omar Lahem, we know, as is the practice in every single synagogue throughout the world, what the Kohanim don't know the, uh, the words of the bracha 
of Yishvirecha Hashem Yishmarecha. We have to uh, feed it to them and give it to them one word at a time that they shouldn't stumble. What is it like? The Chosan Hareyat Mikudeshes Hareyat. Come on, what's going on here? So the answer is lest anyone think that the bracha is originating with them, the very fact that they cannot give the bracha or say it differently. They cannot be the vehicle of bracha unless they are first called upon Amor Lehem, the Chazana Knesses, the leader of the synagogue, calls out Kohanim, and by us, the Chazan, Kohanim. And as a result, we are the ones that are asking them. They have to follow the prescribed exact text. And the ideas that are clearly being um, personified by these blessings of Birkas Kohanim, and I share with you some of the very in- interesting, insightful thoughts of Rav Shimshon Lefol Hirsch. He says, and I quote, We do not yearn for God's closeness in order to attain through it material and spiritual blessing, Rather, just the opposite. We seek material and spiritual blessing in order to do with it God's will. That's the first thing in terms of a perspective. Number one. And who best the Kohanim whose mind and focus is on Hashem? And after all, the Torah tells us that the role of the Kohanim are the teachers, Kisifse Kohen Yishmru Das, the Torah, Yevakshumi PM, literally they were the teachers, as were taught in the early part of the Masechta of Baba Basra. You went when you brought the Maser Sheni in the first and second and fourth and fifth years of the Shemitah cycle, you brought the second tithe to Jerusalem and had to be eaten in Jerusalem. Why? As the Torah, it says, Leman Tilmad Liyira. And Tosos explains, how will you come to fear God? By seeing the Kohanim, by seeing the Sanhedrin. The Kohanim were the inspiration. And so, number one, we are told that it is coming through the Kohanim, number one. They are the ones worthy of bracha, quote, as our insurance policy. They are the ones to literally um, inspire. But beyond, the Samu Eshmi of Yisrael, they are to place God's name on Israel. Now, what does that mean? And again, Rav Hirsch explains beautifully, so that the people of Israel become bearers of the Shekhinah. What does that mean? The Somo Eshmiah B'nai Yisrael, they are too, by their very example, they are by their teachings, to impress the name of Hashem on Israel's every aspect. Namely, they are to proclaim that Israel looks to God and to God alone for all blessing and all protection, for all revelation and all ability, and all elevation and all peace. In other words, by their focusing, and they are there placing Hashem's name on us, 
they are giving us greater merit and greater schusim by the interaction between the Kohanim and the people. They are giving us greater merit for us to be the ones to be the recipients of bracha. And, listen carefully, how are we to merit birchas Kohanim? So the Gemara in Brachos 20b has a very famous question that the angels ask Hashem. They say, Hashem, my goodness, there seems to be nothing less than a contradiction in your Torah. Why? Because you proclaim in your Torah that you are you are the one who does not show favor and who does not accept a bribe. And this is found in Devarim, chapter 10, Pasuk 17. Yet, oh my goodness, we heard today, we heard yesterday, every day the Kohanim and Eretz Yisrael say that beautiful third bracha of Yisra. Hashem Ponav Elecha. May Hashem show you favor. We just said a moment ago he does not show favoritism. And what's his answer? His answer is, my goodness, should I not show favor to Israel? How can I not? Why? Says Hashem, I have written in the Torah, as it says, V'yochalto, V'savoto, Uverachto. You shall eat, you shall be satisfied or satiated, and bless Hashem your God. Which requires to recite the Birkas HaMazon, the grace after meals, only if one has eaten enough to be satiated. And what does God say to the angels? How can I not show favor to the Jewish people? They are especially demanding and exacting upon themselves, Ad that they recite the Birkas HaMazon literally even if they've only had the size of an olive or Ad or the size of an egg. But clearly neither food enough to make them satiated. And because they go out of their way to Hashem, therefore Hashem says, how can I not go out of my way to them? And therefore, this very special formula, Hashem builds into the system that He has those that are worthy, quote-unquote, being our emissaries, in the sense of bringing this formula to Hashem. Hashem, who has this very special love for them, and they show their love back to Hashem by their blessing us Ba'ahava with love. Finally, interestingly, the custom is that we say Yashakoach, thank you to the Kohanim, after they bless the people. What's the thank you for? Not for their doing their mitzvah, for that they don't deserve a thank you. I don't get a thank you for putting on my tefillin this morning, and my wife doesn't get a thank you for lighting the Shabbos candles this afternoon. But that they do their mitzvah, they do their mitzvah with love, they bless the people with love, shows that the complete the, the complete dedication that they have to Hashem, which is why they are the true sinor, that they are the true channel through which the blessing comes, is because they have love for Him. 
Hashem reciprocates His love to them, and through this love to them, the brachos comes to us. Ashrenu matov chelkeinu, that Hashem builds into the system, that halavai, we should be worthy directly. But if not, we are worthy, and we'll get the brachos through His agents, the Kohanim. Shabbat Shalom to all.